Welcome to Kiefer's Place, the Kiefer Murdoch Show and Podcast. We hope that by the end of our show, you left feeling empowered, motivated, and connected. So come on in the room, grab your favorite drink, sit back, and enjoy the ride. Because you're finally at home at Kiefer's Place. Now give it up for our host and producer, Coach Kiefer Lernice Murdoch. Hello, 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 beautiful family, and welcome to another amazing episode of Kiva's Place, the Kiva Murdoch Show and Podcast. I'm so excited that you are joining us tonight for another amazing episode. So as promised from last week, well, let me just back up. Last week, we wrapped up our first phase for the Imperfectly Fierce and Focus. And pretty much in phase one, we were bringing in just just regular people, business owners, entrepreneurs, authors of various other projects. And they were letting us know how they were living Imperfectly Fierce and Focus. Listen, for phase one, we had some powerful testimonies, moving, impactful speakers and testimonies. So if you missed phase one, you need to go back and re-watch all of those episodes. We had nine-part series, and it was amazing. So I would encourage you to get caught up on our Imperfectly Fierce and Focused series. So now, tonight, we are officially jumping into our pre-book launch. Yes, this is our pre-book launch. So this phase is our part two. And in this phase, I'm going to be introducing you all to our contributing authors in the Imperfectly Fierce and Folk focused anthology <laughs> excuse me so for those who don't know what is imperfectly fierce and focused well i'm glad you asked so this is an upcoming anthology project where we have contributing authors who are sharing various aspects of their lives or their businesses they're going to be sharing nuggets on how they're able to persevere, how they're able to push through, how they're able to build that self-confidence, how they're able to be resilient in spite of everything that was falling apart around them. They will be sharing some powerful gems that you can you can really implement in any situation that you may be going through. So this book anthology project will be launching towards the end of next month, which is May 2023. So in phase two, we're going to be introducing our contributing co-authors. So let me just briefly bring them up on the screen and then I will share with you who's in our virtual studio tonight. So who are our contributing authors? Well, of course, I am the visionary um, author, Kiva Lernice Murdoch. We have our forward author, Dr. Tina D. Lewis, our publisher, Lisa Dove Washington, and she's also one of our contributing co-authors. Amy Arismendi, she is a co-author. Omu Obolor, she is a co-author. 
And tonight, last but not least, Jacqueline Kabai Harrison. And she is actually our special guest on tonight. So let me just tell you a little bit about Jacqueline. We will go ahead and get her started. So again, she she is no stranger to Kiva's Place, the Kiva Murdoch Show and Podcast. We collaborate on so many various projects. So she is definitely coming home tonight. Uh, she is a confidence and success coach, as well as the CEO of Realizing Your Potential LLC, which is an organization specializing in empowering and inspiring African-American women across the globe. She helps entrepreneurs create effective strategies to eliminate negative self-talk and self-sabotaging behaviors that prevent them from taking their business to the next level. She also provides virtual platform to receive personal, professional, and leadership development to help them scale their business. She is also one of the visionaries, well, she is the visionary author, excuse me, of Born to Lead, Awakening the Leader Within, which is an anthology project that I was so honored to be a, proud, a part of. So without further ado, let's welcome to our virtual stage, Ms. Jacqueline Kabai Harrison. Welcome, Queen. Hi, Kiever. I'm back. You, you're back. You're back. <laughs> Amazing. Listen, I'm so honored to have you. Let me just change this background real quick. I'm so honored to have you in our studio again tonight. And of course, you are no stranger to Kiva's Plays. We work together a lot. So thank you for just being willing to be a part of this anthology project and clearing your schedule to spend some time with me tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like coming on the on your show, Kiva. Well, I love having you, girl. <laughs> so really quick, Jacqueline, um, tell us a little bit. What, well, of course, and I want you to think about this, too, because during these series, of course, towards the end of the show, I want you to really share how you've been able to live in perfectly fierce and focused. But I want you to just give them a little bit of what to be expecting in the anthology project. So tell us a little bit about your chapter without giving away too much. Okay, so my chapter speaks to me being a recovering perfectionist. And I always like to use that terminology because it, I got it from another queen that I met online. And when she said that, I said, well, I've never heard anyone anyone say that? You know, I was like, but that really fits. So my chapter, I kind of talk about feeling, always feeling like I had to be perfect. You know, I felt that that was expected of me when I was younger, as I was growing up and kind of leading into adulthood, basically with the, with the same mindset. So I share some of my personal experiences around uh, perfectionism. Mm -hmm. And you know what? And that is something that I feel like just speaking about women as women, we are so hard on ourselves. And as African-American women, we are very critical as well as other people. We are judged a little bit more harshly um, as some of our counterparts. So I could, I just kind of feel like that's an attribute and a characteristic that we as women just happen to just take on and sometimes if we if everything is not aligning the way we in our mind think it should it leads us to a point of being stuck 
not able to move beyond that point. Have you ever had that that situation to where you knew you had a project or a task at hand, but for some reason you just could not seem to get out of your own way? All the time when I was in undergraduate, graduate school, you know, I would work on different papers, you know, assignments that we had to do. And if I felt that just something wasn't lining up properly, you know, maybe I didn't do enough research or I did the research, but yet it didn't, you know, it didn't, it didn't really seem like I did it well enough or it didn't kind of pan out the way I wanted it to, or it didn't, you know, I thought it was going to lead us one way or prove one particular hypothesis, but it didn't, you know, I, I remember getting so flustered, you know, to the point where I would, I would literally have to just kind of put it down and just walk away you know, and then come back to it. So that type of behavior and just that that whole thought process used to be a part of my reality. I mean, like literally daily. Like I said, it really wasn't, I don't remember it quite as much in high school, but <clears throat> by the time I got to undergraduate and graduate school, it had just, it just almost seemed to get worse. It got worse before it got better. So yes, definitely know what that feels like. And I've had, well, I don't think I've had any experiences like that exactly in my business because my business, I started my business in 2016 going into 2017. And by that time, I had done a lot of the inner work that, you know, um, let me shed some of that. You know, I mean, I still want to do a good job, obviously, and do the best that I can. But at the same time, I'm not looking, I'm not looking for anything to be perfect. So, you know, I, I haven't really experienced that in my business, but like I said, definitely prior to that, it was so prevalent in my, um, when I was in college, very prevalent. Yeah. And speaking from my personal experience, I can, I can definitely relate. I sat on launching this podcast for months. I mean, months, because I wanted it to be absolutely perfect. And then I was new in this particular industry, too. So I was kind of feeling my way and learning as I went along. So I was extremely nervous and I was questioning myself. I was doubting myself. And finally, it just hit me like, well, first of all, I I took a class. And then after that class, it dawned on me that I knew enough to get started and and from that moment i started putting things into place and as i'm sharing that story because there may be some others out there that are in that same situation they're just paralyzed by fear they are procrastinating for whatever reason they don't have the confidence in themselves to move forward and i just want to encourage that listener tonight jump even if you have to invest in yourself and take a course or whatever do that but don't sit on what is already within you to be birthed right when you think about a pregnant woman there's a process for carrying that child but when that baby is ready to be born there is nothing keeping that baby in that womb it must come out so when God has given you that vision or if you have that um, burning desire within you and you know that you need to be moving. Yes, I'm talking to you. You know that you need to be putting things into actions, but you are 
uh, limiting your own self, get out of your own way and birth that baby. Absolutely. You know what? And, you know, Kiva, you and I interview a lot of entrepreneurs and, you know, my, my primary target audience is women. So women in business. And I hear that over and over and over again mm -hmm. about how people have sat on projects for months, years because of the fear and that's and that's really what the perfectionism is all about it's about that fear of being judged that fear of not being good enough and they have set on projects because they felt like it just wasn't ready they had to tweak it just a little bit more you know oh i need to add a little bit more of this I need to get a little more education a little more understanding or a little more following um save up money for better software right it can go on and on and on so you know i know that there's a lot of individuals that are going to benefit from what all of us co-authors have to say in this book. Yes, I love it. I love it. So what actually inspired you, Jacqueline, to even want to participate in this particular anthology? Oh, like I said, so be because of the whole perfection, just being a perfectionist, you know, I, I've always been, <laughs> I'm kind of, I know, look, I know I'm telling a little bit, but, but this isn't necessarily in the book. This is just something personal. You know, I know I kind of have slight OCD tendencies, obsessive compulsive disorder tendencies. So, <laughs> <laughs> so coupled with, well, that coupled with my dad, <clears throat> my dad was like, he, he would critique something and he would literally like stand over you right and watch you do something you know like he would be like okay no 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 mm, not that no no you know you know what i mean everything mm -hmm. was a lesson you know and and it's good to to be taught and to be guided however it, you know and i'm not saying he meant to do this but this is the way it was perceived by me was that you had to be perfect you know even if you had to re redo it you know and i know he would always say when you do it do it right you know, so like for me, and I just kind of took that, I'm going to slightly overboard, you know, but my, my whole mindset was anytime I did anything, I was going to do it right. Because what would be the point in doing it if either somebody had to come behind me and, and basically do what I should have already done in the first place? Mm -hmm. You know, so that was really ingrained in me. Like I said, you know, he, that was the way I interpreted his guidance. And then, like I said, it just kind of really manifested itself. Um, through college. I mean, literally to the point where it got to the point where I I was I was drained. By the time I finished graduate school, I didn't even, people go, oh, what book are you reading? I was like, I'm never reading another book again in my life. Mm -hmm. And they thought, and, and I was so serious at that time because I was so mentally drained, mm -hmm. you know, with, with trying everything, trying to be just so. So because of the fact that I know what that did to me, I know how heavily that weighed on me. I know how um, there were missed opportunities because of that. Mm -hmm. I, feel this, I feel this is a, a very important topic for us to talk about. And I think especially for us as women and especially for us as women of color, a very, very important topic to talk about. So, you yeah. know, when I saw the title, I was like, you know, hey, I got to be a part of this. <laughs> 
Jacqueline, let me ask you with your personal experience, what you just shared, did you, did that contribute to um, a lot of self-doubt, a lot of second guessing yourself? Talk about that a little bit. Oh boy. It's so funny that you said that because I wrote about that part of it, all of the second guessing. I wrote about that in another um, anthology. It was to the point where I didn't do, I didn't make any decisions on my own. I either had to run it by my dad or either like a a couple of good friends that I had. Every decision that I made, I had to run it by somebody. And at the time, I didn't think anything of it. But as I began to get older, I began to realize it was because I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust myself to make a good decision. You know, I didn't think I was smart enough. I didn't think I had enough information. I had done enough research and that could go on and on. But the bottom line was I didn't trust myself. I didn't I didn't believe that I had the necessary skills to be able to make a decision that's best for me. And it, it sounds funny saying it out loud now, but really, I mean, that's what that's where I was. Li- literally, as I said, it's so funny that you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes certain behaviors that's ingrained in us, um, unfortunately, can lead to codependency on other people. It can lead to, of course, low confidence, low low self-esteem, and exactly what you were saying. I mean, literally crippling to the fact to where you can't even move forward without somebody else's input, right? So, and that can really, I mean, it's good to have input from others, but it shouldn't be to the point to where you are crippled by making a decision, right? So, you know, I'm glad you were able to share that because I feel like there may be someone listening that can definitely relate. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I'm I'm sure it is, because like I said, when I interview people, interview other women over the years, there's always, this is a very common thing. Maybe mm-hmm. not that exact piece, but something under the same umbrella. Yep. Yep. You're so right. So I know that you have shared, <coughs> excuse me, quite a bit on what your book is generally about. Um, but I want to ask you, if you had to name a couple things, what are just a few takeaways that you want the reader to be able to walk away from from reading your chapter? Okay, from reading my chapter. So I'm dealing with the whole piece of how I felt from my upbringing, that I felt that that was just that the only way something was valid or I had, you know, yeah, the only way something was valid was that it had to be perfect. So what I want people to walk away with is just do it. You know, it, it's it's like I have literally had to change my mindset. And I and I and and I, I talk about this somewhat. Is that I that I want I want readers to take away that that whole idea, that's a falsehood. That whole idea of something being perfect. Like like how the the title of the book again is kind of with the with the play on words. It's you know mm-hmm. it's like okay, perfect is here and then imperfect is here, you know. But but the thing of it is, there is well, there is everything is imperfect, right? To to I want them to walk away knowing that there is no such thing 
as something being perfect. That's number one. And number two, that get into the habit of doing the best that you can in every situation, not, not, not thinking that it's going to be perfect because it's not, but doing the best that you can in every given situation and understand that based on what you do, you're going to learn from that. Long mm -hmm. as you learn, long as you don't keep, we would hope, okay, that you don't keep doing the, making the same exact mistake over and over again, right? But the idea is that once we swing into action, we're going to say, like, I, I've done many things in my business. And I'm like, okay, mental note, won't do that again. Or I'm going to, I'll do it again, but I'm going to do it differently. You know, so it's like I go into it with the expectation that it's not going to be perfect, that I am going to give it, you know, give it my all. And to know that I'm going to learn that what's most important is the process and what I'm going to learn from it. So that's what, that's what I want people to walk away with. That's beautiful advice. And I love that. And I love the fact that you really um, mentioned that even in your business, when you are getting started, you use every opportunity as a learning opportunity. And that's exactly what it is, especially when you are um, ad adventuring into something new you're really not going to really know the outcomes of it. But as you dive into it, we are going to make mistakes. And that's the part that people have to get comfortable with. You are going to make mistakes. Just like when you're teaching a child to ride a bike, they're going to fall. They're just not going to hop on that bike and just start pedaling. There is a learning curve. So when anything that you're doing, give yourself some grace because there is a learning curve. But in everything that you're doing, use it as an opportunity to learn and evolve and get better. That's the beautiful thing. When I started Kiva's Place, it did not look like this. It was not a production like this. But the more I kept at it, the more I learned, you know, and it just blossomed. And that's a beautiful thing about growth. And I love that advice. Whatever you are are um, working with, even if you make a mistake, make that mental note. And now you know not to do that particular thing again, but keep moving forward because there's somebody out there that needs you and they need to hear from you. They need your products. They need your services. They need you. And there's no one out there that is you. And I just wanted to also add when we're talking about, and that's why I love this topic and perfectly fierce and focused. And when you talk about being imperfect, when you break that word down, what does it say? I am perfect. I'm perfect. That's what imperfect means. I'm perfect. I'm perfect in the fact that I'm perfect the way that I am. I'm perfect in just the way that I move. I'm perfectly made for me. You can't be anybody else but yourself. So I love that. I'm so excited about it. How are you excited about this project? We are in our phase two and I'm just so blown away on just how everything has been coming together. What are your thoughts on that? 
I mean, I feel the same way. And actually, Kiva, let me just say you are doing a wonderful job with this in terms of keeping every, you know, keeping everybody together and allowing us platforms to come on your platform as well as other people's platforms to get an opportunity to talk about it. You know, so I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm having a great time. And, you know, too too bad for anybody that, that didn't jump on this time, but Ne look, next time they will, right? The next time they, right. they come out, you're doing another anthology, make sure you y'all jump on it. Definitely. So yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. I, I really am. And it's so it's so seamless. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's a lot of work in the background, but I'm telling you, I am truly enjoying it. So thank thank you so much. So listen, if you were just joining us, we are kicking off our official pre-launch book book tour for imperfectly fierce and focused and i have in my studio tonight miss jacqueline kabai harrison she is one of our contributing co-authors and we have been talking just just a little bit just giving you guys a little uh teasers about her chapter that is upcoming in this anthology so definitely we're just wanting you to just get familiar with all of our contributing co-authors over these next few weeks right before our official book launch so we're going to take a quick commercial break when we come back Ms. Jacqueline is going to tell us how she's able to live in perfectly fierce and focused with everything that she has endured she has going on all of that good stuff. So we're not quite done yet. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. Have you ever struggled with procrastination, imposter syndrome, or a false reality of perfection? Have you ever suffered from trauma, anxiety, or depression? Then I have a solution just for you. Introducing Imperfectly Fierce and Focused, rising above your imperfections while still crushing your goals. This anthology is to empower, uplift, and motivate readers to recognize their ability and strength to get beyond the spirit of perfection, fear, and procrastination. So if you're ready to stop the excuses, stop the procrastination, and start living your best version of yourself, then prepare yourself for this powerful book release. It's going to be epic. Like and follow our Facebook page in Perfectly Fierce and Focused. Rising above your imperfections while still crushing your goals. Have you been feeling like life is just passing you by and you are not sure of what's going to come next? Do you want to figure out what your purpose is and begin to take steps toward it? Are you ready to become who you've always dreamt of becoming? Are you ready to reconnect and identify with your true self and begin to operate from that authentic place? If so, my next group coaching program, Chaos to Confidence, is for you. I would love to connect with you and support you as you move toward your amazing future. 
I am Coach Amy A. with ABR Coaching, Consulting, and Training, and I am here to lift you up and encourage you on your journey throughout life. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? It's your man, Eric Zuli. I'm an international commercial uh, Axe body spray star. I've done films. I'm on Amazon Prime right now. And I built my own social network platform. We have 300 million people that we reach on our, on our network. And I'm a man of God. And I'm telling you right now, man, where do you need to be? Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's it. Kiever's Place. You gotta go to Kiever's place. You gotta watch Kiever's place. You gotta hang out in Kiever's place. It's about Kiever. You, think of that? you hang out in Kiever's place. The easy way. And welcome back to Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch Show and podcast. If you're just joining us, we are here with Miss Jacqueline. Well, Doctor Jacqueline Kabai Harrison now, right? Almost. <laughs> Yes. And she is sharing just how she's able to live in Perfectly Fierce and Focus. She is one of our contributing co-authors in Perfectly Fierce and Focus, rising above your imperfections while still crushing your goals anthology that will be um, launching towards the end of next month, which is May 2023. So, Ms. Jacqueline, before our um, commercial break, I had posed a question to you. So I want to ask you, with everything that you have endured, how you how are you able to still push through and live in perfectly fierce and focused? One of the ways is by actually whew, actually celebrating my wins. Like for example, I know we were you were mentioning earlier about the show and about how when you first started, it didn't look like this, right? And that made me think, and I was just like, because you know how every now and again, Facebook will show us one of our older, you know, something from a year, you know, three years, four years ago. And it's so funny when they come up in the feed, I'm like, wow, I have come a long way, you know, but, and it's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's nothing to be ashamed about, but what I didn't know, I didn't know, you know, but I was willing to put it out there. You know, I put it out there. Sometimes I, I would be, you know, I would be in a room and you could tell the whole back of the room was dark. I mean, just, <laughs> but, you know, but the thing of it is, it's like, I just, I put it out there. And as I went along, I got, you know, learn this. Okay, let me tweak this. Let me tweak that. So I do it by celebrating my wins, showing myself some grace, right? Because a lot of times we're very... Um, accepting and forgiving of others, but we're not of ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, so celebrating my wins and also um, giving myself some grace, you know, I don't, I, I'm not going to know everything and that's okay. So when I go into a new venture, I go into it focused on doing the best that I can and actually enjoying the, the, the process of it. Because once you learn information, no one can take that away from you. You know, whether whether it's the actual information itself, <clears throat> whether it's, you know, in, in improving your personal development, your uh, professional development, you know, growth, just growth in general, you know, showing up as a better version of yourself. No one can take that away from you. And that's part of the process. That's right. I love it. And you are so right, girl. Some of the times when after a year have 
have gone by and when you get those notifications, look back <laughs> at this year. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not even gonna lie, you do kind of cringe like, oh my goodness. <laughs> but when you really look at just how far you have grown, just growth is beautiful. And, you know, and you are absolutely correct. Once you have learned the skill, no one can take that away from you. So, and sometimes the best way to learn is just to just dive in and just get dirty. Like they say, just get in it. <clears throat> and then you can work your way where you want to be, but never be afraid to just do it. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love it. Well, Jacqueline, listen, our time is expired. Uh, It's amazing how just fast time goes. But I wanted to share your contact information with them. So if you are wanting to reach out to Jacqueline, definitely send her an email at realizingyourpotential123 at gmail.com. Again, that's realizingyourpotential123 at gmail.com. And Jacqueline, is there any other social media or contact information you would like to share with them tonight? Yes, you guys can follow me on Facebook under my personal profile, Jacqueline Kabai Harrison, or under my business profile, which is Realizing Your Potential 123. I love it. I love it. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, this is one of our contributing co-authors for Imperfectly Fierce and Focused, Rising Above Your Imperfections While Still Crushing Your Goals. I know that's a mouthful, but it really says and stands for a whole lot. So I'm so honored to have Jacqueline here tonight and being in as one of our contributing co-authors. So thank you so much, Jacqueline, for just being here tonight and sharing a little bit about your story. And I know that everyone is looking forward to buying the book so that they can learn more about how you're able to live in perfectly fierce and focused. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Kiva, for having me on the show. You're welcome. And that concludes our show for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. But listen, definitely come back next Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, because we will have another contributing co-author that will be joining us during our phase two of our book tour pre-launch. So you don't want to miss this series. So come right back next Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you would like to connect with me, you can definitely reach out to me on my link tree. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Kiva Murdoch, K-E-E-V-E-R-M-U-R-D-A-U-G-H. Everything that I have going on is right there. And finally, if you would like to be a guest on our show, visit our booking site. Go to tinyurl.com forward slash Kiever's Place Booking. Again, that's tinyurl.com forward slash Kiever's Place Booking. Fill out the quick questionnaire and we will get right back to you. So until next time, family, until next Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, let's continue to share, connect, and glow because we know building your net worth also builds your network. So peace and blessings. We'll see you next week. Thank y'all for watching. Good night. Thank you for watching Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch show and podcast. Tune in every Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. 
Eastern Standard Time. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Kiever's Place. To be a guest on our show, text the word guest to 803-368-3030 or visit us at tinyurl.com slash Kiever's Place Book. And watch us on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire as we're broadcasting in more than 60 million homes worldwide.